Welcome to the Nicole Mason Show, an empowering and encouraging safe space featuring trailblazing women offering strategies for success, tips on how to deal with microaggressions, understanding unconscious bias, and advice on how to rise above the fray with excellence. Get ready to show up great, speak up with confidence, and stand out with courage. And now, here's your host, Dr. Nicole Mason. Hello and welcome to the Nicole Mason Show, the show where we bring trailblazing women, women who are movers and shakers in their own respective industries and vocations, women who have taken trials, turned them into triumphs, who now use all of the setbacks as stepping stones for success, and they are now soaring. I am so excited today to have this awesome, powerful woman of God uh, with us. I want to read a little bit of her bio, uh, and it's just short because her bio is extensive. So just want to read a little bit of it so that you can hear from her herself. Dr. Talicia Berry is the publisher of Courageous Woman Magazine. And the magazine is an inspirational publication that highlights extraordinary women in business and entertainment. Now in its 10th year, Courageous Woman continues to be a platform for women to be inspired, to live their dreams, launch their businesses, and motivate others. Listen, she also has some additional magazines that she uh, is publishing, one of which is Courageous Men Magazine. We're so excited about that one. And Authors Who Launch Magazine. Those are just a few of the things that she has her hands to the plow doing. So welcome to the Nicole Mason Show, Dr. Talicia. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me to be in yours on your show. I love you so much. You have been such a blessing to Courageous Woman for a very long time. So thank you so much for inviting me to your Well, show. I thank you because you have given me opportunity and space to hone my craft. Uh, and I love to write. <clears throat> Absolutely love, love, love to write. And I know that it is a way to encourage others, to inspire them and to motivate them. So share with the audience, you know, you've been doing this for 10 years, very successful. You won all kinds of awards. We see just a few of them behind you uh, on your awards wall, your celebration wall. But tell the audience how you started the magazine. Wow. (laughs) Well, you know, a little bit about me. I'm a mom of four. Um, you know, and going through some very challenging uh, uh, parts of my life, going through a divorce, I was looking for motivation and inspiration. You know, I'm a reader, so I love to find things that, that would inspire me. And I just wasn't finding enough that really related to me and my issues. And so I decided to create a blog mm-hmm. and the blog actually turned into a magazine. And, um, you know, that that's where we started. We're a little bit of a blog. And then once we began to, to um, I, I had a friend, I wanted to turn the magazine into a print publication and he had a thriving magazine. And I asked him, I said, so what do I need to do to turn my blog 
into a magazine and he said, well, you're going to need some money. And I said, well, mm-hmm. I realized that, but you know, he said, I'm going to need at least $30,000. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> oh I, was my a, I was in a restart of my life. I had left a situation with one suitcase and a child back to my mom's house, restarting my life. But I knew God had something inside of me that was brewing and it, it, I wanted to motivate women. I wanted to share with women what I had experienced because it was so many women. At first, I thought I was the only one, but I wasn't. It was so many women just when I would share my stories and they would come and come and they wanted to share their stories. And so I knew that I needed to do create this platform for women. And I looked in my bank account. I didn't have $30,000. I had $30. Yeah, I'm a single mom. I should have been buying some some dinner or something with that $30. But I'm a believer and I believe when God gives you a vision, he will give you provision. And I had to believe that that $30 was going to make whatever I needed it to make. So I used my resources. I used people that I know, my family, my friends. And I said, hey, I'm going to do this publication and I need support. So I got uh, the, 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 the city. I was in Flint, Michigan at the time. And I had a friend who was an anchor woman. And so she was on the front cover. And a lot of my friends and family, they, they pulled together and we created the first publication uh, with that investment of $30. And then we distributed 4,000 copies of that first issue. Wow. That is phenomenal and amazing. And I love, you know, the fact that you talk about your faith and putting your faith to work because that really is what we're about on this show. Women who actually have a call and a career and really merging the two to make something very powerful for other women to follow and to use as an example. And that's what I love about you because not only have you uh, helped other women, but you've also provided a space for women to share their stories. Talk about why that's been important for you. I think it's important because every, I think everyone has a story. You know, everyone has uh, a story that someone else needs to hear. You know, mm-hmm. our stories are not just for us. We, we've gone through things and I have to believe that everything that I went through was not, it wasn't about me because there's someone many women who experienced what I've experienced and they didn't know, didn't know uh, the right uh, uh, way to go or, or have the right resources or the people. So I share my story and hope that it will inspire them and say, Oh, I can do that too. I can mm-hmm. get out of this situation. I can move forward. I can start a business. I can do whatever I need to do because she showed me that she did it with $30. So mm-hmm. I can do it, you know? So I think it's a, it's, that's important to me that women know and believe in themselves enough that they can move forward wherever they are. Whatever, whatever their situation is, they can move and do what they need to do. Yeah. Uh, and I, too, uh, wholeheartedly agree with that. And you talked about being a mom of four, you know, share with the audience, because I know we've heard so many times about work life balance and trying to balance it all. And you and I have had this conversation behind the scenes as well, privately, just really encouraging one another. But talk about how you were able to raise your children and still go after your dream and, you know, do this publication and do it successfully because you're still doing it 10 years later. 
I can say it wasn't an easy journey. However, I, I'm a believer and, and a, a praying. I was a praying wife. I'm a still a praying woman, a single woman. So you got to have that. That's got to be first. You know, mm-hmm. you got to know who, who to plug into Yeah, uh, because it's not easy and, and, and we have to balance. So I, that that is my source. You know, mm-hmm. God's definitely my source. And just, you know, inspiring my kids because mm-hmm. in turn, they inspire me. They They look for me. Uh, you know, they're, they're depending on me. So that was definitely a, a motivation, m- motivational factor for me. And then when, once I inspired them, you know, now that they're uh, older, they're like, okay, mom, it's time for you to go back and do what you were doing. You know, you've been raising us and helping us through all the things that we've been doing. So now we're going to help you. So we're on another journey of, you know, my first love is writing. I was a playwright. So mm-hmm. I did many uh, gospel plays and traveled. And I, that's just my, where my real heart is. And yeah, seeing yeah. my work on the screen now that I have a, a kids that are in the uh, television industry. I have a son who's an actor and two daughters who graduated from film school and they're directors. So they're like, okay, mom. Somehow this has happened. Okay, we are all in this industry. It wasn't planned out. Let's just know that it's part of what God wants for us. So we're all coming together and creating projects that will be on screen. Yeah, that's all fascinating. Uh, I know that you have something that's coming up soon. So talk about that a bit. The the book that is now going to be uh, in film. Uh, talk about that because first of all, the book cover, and I've told you over the years, I love the book cover. Um, and so talk about that, uh, that particular book. Um, the Baptist Junkie. I think I have it somewhere. I thought I just had it a second ago. Um, the Baptist Junkie. It's a Christian fiction drama. It's based on my, my real family, actually, um, based on my mom's life. And, um, I wrote it when I actually, when I wrote it, it took me many years to, to finish it. She shared with me her story and some parts of it's fiction um, of, of going through being raised in a, a strong Christian family in the sixties, getting pregnant out of wedlock and all the drama that happened in her journey. And the little baby in the story is me. So um, it, it's been a, um, you know, my mom passed away uh, in 2014. She did get a chance to read the book, um, but um, it's now exciting that it's now going to be on film. So we're in the process of getting all that together now. And when I wrote it, I envisioned it. I wrote it as a film. Even people have told me when they read the script, it was like, this sounds like a play. It was like, kind of because I'm a playwright, but... It, I wrote it. I envisioned it as a film. So I was believing it when I was writing it. So I'm so grateful and honored that we're moving into that now. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned that um, just again, talking about some of the trials that women have to go through and have had to go through and just really how you can unpack that to help women, even older women to get free of you know, stigmatisms and, you know, all kinds of, um, you know, things that people said about them and really kept, sometimes it has caused people to be stuck and not able to fulfill the, the greater call on their lives. And so I'm looking forward to that. And I hope that you will have some discussions after the people view the film to talk about it, to unpack those things, you know, moving from low self-esteem to having esteem, moving from not having confidence to having confidence to 
go after what God has called you to do. So I'm excited as well. And I'm looking forward to it. So share, um, what are some of the plans that you have for 2022? Oh, wow. we got some things coming up. Uh, just in a couple of days, we'll be posting the top 10 women to watch. Um, that's always exciting, just to highlight women who are doing extraordinary things in, in their work. Um, we have, uh, on in February, we're doing authors and artists, uh, Black authors and authors, honoring them and also giving some awards away. So that's exciting. That's going to be a VIP networking online uh, event. And so that information will be posted in the next day or so. So I'm super excited about that. And um, I'm, I love uh, supporting authors. So this is really focused on authors. And yeah, I'm really, really excited about the opportunity to share with you and um, sure. know that. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we have a Courageous Men event coming up mm. uh, this summer. So I'm super excited about uh, Courageous Men. We started in 2020. And so, because I had so many men that would say, you got all these women, what you got for men? So I was excited to launch a, a Courageous Men magazine and we'll be doing a gala uh, uh Hopefully we can do it, you know, without uh, this COVID thing we got still going on here. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're, we're moving in, um, forward and doing that this summer. Yeah, I'm really excited about that, too. And I think it's so powerful that the men are standing up and they're sharing their stories. It's just really powerful to see the response to that. So let me ask you in the time that we have left, you know, what are some of the... Um, situations that you see going on around you, because I know you, like me, have the opportunity to hear the hearts of women. What are some of the um, experiences that women have shared that you really want to see change in the lives and in the hearts of women? Well, I think um, after COVID, when life had to shift uh, for a lot of us and women, a lot of people lost their, their jobs and uh, even businesses um, to focus more on helping women become more independent and um, more self-sufficient, uh, self-employed. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm producing more things to give women more visibility in their business as well as starting the business. Mm -hmm. um, actually, our, our spring summit is Girl get your money right. <laughs> and so that is something we're talking about with so many people looking for opportunities to grow their business, make more money, you know, so we're pulling a lot of women together that are experts in those, uh, in the field of uh, business and, and money. So mm -hmm. that will be this spring too. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think that's really important. And I certainly hope that you all have uh, somebody to talk about estate planning. You know, that's important because I um, have shared with so many people who women in particular who are entrepreneurs, but they don't have an estate plan. You know, they don't even have a will. We much less talking about a living trust. Uh, and so I certainly hope that that's something that you and your team will consider because that's a conversation that we certainly need to have in our community so that Absolutely. when we do 
have people, our loved ones pass away, everything is set and in order uh, because that is a part of being independent as well, um, to have both ends of the spectrum covered, you know, how we live and live a full life and acquire uh, you know, are the things that we want, but also to leave legacy. So I'm um, putting important. the plug in. That's very, very important. And that is a conversation that I just had recently, you know, just making mm-hmm. sure that those things are, are in place. You know, we don't always like to talk about those things, but they need to be talked about because once we're gone, you know, to put that kind of stress on our family to figure out this and that, those things need to be taken care of by us if we want it to be done and done right um, and be fair uh, with our families. Um, I think that those things are important as well as insurance. You know, those things are very important. So I definitely will uh, have those parts of in um, that, that uh, summit. Yeah. And, you know, what I like to say when I talk with families about estate planning is, um, you know, we don't like to talk about these situations, but it is imperative that we do. It's imperative for a number of reasons so that, like you said, you know, our families will know what to do, how to handle these situations, what to do without us when we're off the scene. But more importantly, that's a way to show how much you love your family. When you take the time to sit down to plan what you want to happen in the event, number one, that you become incapacitated, like we saw during uh, COVID when it hit, many people quickly became incapacitated and were not able to, uh, you know, talk about what they wanted to happen. So right there, that, that, that wiped away uh, any semblance of having control. So we want to talk about that and what to do in the case of uh, one's demise, where things are, you know, how to get business done. You're already grieving, already trying to figure things out. So having everything in place is just critically important. And so um, now I want to shift gears. I want to talk about entrepreneurship, you know, because a lot of people, they think about it. They they have a business idea, but they don't necessarily know how to get started, how to move forward. Talk about your entrepreneurial journey a little bit. Well, (laughs) being, um, you know, having kids for one, uh, kind of forced me into, I already, already had like an entrepreneurial spirit anyway. So I was always doing my own thing, but um, having to be, have kids that were stair steps <laughs> um, and not having, uh, you know, the childcare, trying to take three kids to childcare, that became crazy. So I said, you know what? I have to focus on being um, a, a work from home mom, not a stay at home mom, a work from home mom. And I, you know, I launched so many different types of business before I really focused on what I really wanted um, from everything from boutique at home to home parties, every Avon, Mary Kay you can think of. I was doing all of it, you know, and, and, and I'm also a cosmetologist. So I did hair at home, you know, so I did lots of different things. Um, 
you know, in that journey to figure out what I really want. So in that journey, I learned a lot. I learned um, how I should conduct a business. I went back to college and I learned more about entrepreneurship and running my own business. And and so it's been um, a journey. It's not an easy one. A lot of times people get into or, or say they want to be an entrepreneur thinking, oh, I can just work from home. I, I'm not, I don't have to do much. You actually have to do more. <laughs> Let me just tell you the truth here. So you're working, you know, sometimes I'm sitting in my office and I'm working at this morning. I was, I was still sitting in this chair at 3.30 this morning uh, working on something, you know, and I, you know, I had taken a nap earlier, but, you know, I have off hours sometimes. I'm doing better with that. But sometimes my workload is a lot and I have to get things done, uh, as opposed to going to a job and I just punch in a certain time and punch out. It's a whole different lifestyle. And so um, I, I advise anybody to really, really focus on what you want. I mean, things are different now than when I first started because I'm more focused. But um, to encourage women to just get focused on what you really want and go after it. If you want to be an entrepreneur, know that it's, it's, gonna be a, it's not going to be easy, you know, but it's going to be rewarding. It's very rewarding for me. Um, but um, I tell women, go for it. But understand that it, it, it is not, uh, it's still a, a, a job, but you're working for yourself. <laughs> and that's so true. My grandmother used to say it like that as well. You know, you work harder when you work for yourself. And I always say, you know, my grandmother, she had an eighth grade education. My grandmother's success was, was a matter of survival. You know, my success uh, is a matter of choice. So, you know, I can have a business, I can work, uh, you know, in an organization, you know, and I do do all these different things, but that's because of the foundation that has been laid, you know, before um, we came onto the scene. But I love the fact that you shared that, you know, you were doing a number of things before it finally came into an alignment of what you really wanted to do. And so that's why sometimes, you know, women can start a business on the side while they keep their day jobs if they have one until something really resonates like, okay, this is what I really, really want to focus on. This is what I really want to do. And so thank you for sharing that. That's really powerful and important. And, you know, did you have any coaches while you were starting any mentors that helped you along the way? Well, in the beginning, it was just, you know, a matter of just bringing in an extra income. You know, I was married then and just bringing in an extra income. So I would, you know, try things like Mary Kay and Avon, but I bought all the products. So <laughs> I was like, this is not working. Um, so I didn't get in, really get into coaching and mentorship until later, you know, within the last few years. I've, I've had coaches that would help me um, launch certain things and, you know, get into a, another space of uh, now we really focus on PR and marketing for women. So we, we're not just a magazine. The magazine is just a vehicle that we use to get, to help women gain the visibility. But it's a, a, a whole a visibility package that goes with being part of Courageous Woman magazine. Yeah, that's that's powerful. And I really appreciate all the great work that that you do and have done as it relates to um, the magazine and helping women to get visibility. 
And, you know, being a woman leader. So let me shift here, you know, being a woman leader and people looking to you, you know, for guidance and direction. How do you handle that, you know, mentoring other women uh, so that they can rise to the occasion with their potential? And how important is it for you to be a mentor to other women? Wow. At first, I didn't see that. I felt like I was just a little kid on the block, just trying to get, you know, just trying to get get going my own self. And until I realized that what I was growing was um, I was growing as a leader and that other women were looking to me for support. When I realized that it, the, the game changed for me and I had to make sure that, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm leading with excellence, that I am, you know, there to support women, not only in the business, but, um, you know, spiritually that, you know, women come to me when they're going through things. And, you know, I have conversations with uh, women about things that I've experienced, just sharing with them my experience and advising them, you know, what, what they can do, you know, what, how they can, how I can help them uh, in their journey as well. So that is super important to me to um, just be, be, be the, be the leader and, 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 and operate in my purpose, you know, that God gave me and know that he gave me this platform, not for me to just, you know, it's not, not in vain at all. Like it's, it's about other people. It's not just about me. It's courageous women and, and to encourage and empower women that they can do and be and have whatever they want. And, and that's so important, you know, and it's important for us to understand the responsibility that comes along with being a leader and the accountability, you know, and I appreciate you saying, you know, okay, when I realized that I was a leader and people were looking to me, how it shifted you and and you're thinking about it. uh, And that's what we need more of. We need more women who understand that people are looking to you. People need heroes. All of us need heroes. Uh, And so when we come into that awareness, it is, it, we have to be on our A game. We have to be on our A game to, to help other women to do just that. And so you always ask this in your projects. What is the definition of a courageous woman? <laughs> you know what? I have so many of those uh, because I'm almost always asking people that actually we're going to put that in a, a, another book. Because that was such an amazing uh, book project, and we ha- we always ask that of women. And you know what? One I I would say one of them is to just be courageous enough to just go. Like whatever God says, when and whenever and whatever God says for you to do, you just go and do it. I love that. Just go. Yes, I love that. Just no go. hesitation. Just go. Because sometimes we talk ourselves. I've talked myself out of so much or so many things and they'll come back later. I'm like, OK, it, it, it must be for me to do because it keeps coming back or keeps sitting right here. So mm-hmm. I just said, go. Don't hesitate, because if God plan, if you if you're a praying person and God, he's going to give it to you mm-hmm. and know that God gave it to you and don't sit. And wait, just go. Yeah, that's good. I love that. 
Uh, and so as our time is wrapping up, please share how people can get in contact with you, how they can find out more about the projects that you have coming up, the magazine, uh, how they can, you know, be interviewed for, for the magazine and all of that good stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Again, thank you for, for allowing me to be here. Um, if anyone is interested in being part of Courageous Woman Magazine, you can reach me. Uh, you can go to CourageousWomanMag.com. Uh, you can, uh, if you're interested in learning how to write a book, you can go to CourageousWomanMag.com slash bootcamps. Uh, we have a lot of amazing things coming up this year. So just uh, go to CourageousWomanMag.com and subscribe and you'll be able to get everything um, in your email. Uh, what all the things that we do at Courageous Woman. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I'm really excited about this year and all that is in store for women who are looking to gain more visibility with the great work that they're doing through your magazine and all of the other things that you have coming up. And we're going to have all of this information uh, on our site so people can connect with you. And uh, I want to thank you for being my guest. Uh, You're always awesome and amazing. always. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, I am Dr. Nicole Mason, and this is the Nicole Mason Mason Show. And we are thankful that you have joined us again today. Um, Be sure to follow me across social media at Nicole S. Mason ESQ. And also you can go to my website, to learn more about me at NicoleSMason.com. And if you're on Facebook, you can join my Facebook group. It's Confidence Champions, because we want to be sure that you have all the tools that you need to be confident in who God has called you to be. Have a great day and join us again for the next episode of the Nicole Mason Show. You've been listening to The Nicole Mason Show with Dr. Nicole Mason, an empowering and encouraging safe space featuring trailblazing women offering strategies for success. For more information, visit the NicoleMasonShow.com or click on programs at dcradio.gov.